Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me today, it's a bit of a, it's just a ladies night. I've got Dylan and Ariet with me. Say hello, girls. Hi. Hey, everybody. Michael and Nick are off this week. So we are going to recap the week for you. First things first, let's jump into some news. Chandler Massey returns as Will on September 5th as Sonny fights for his life in the hospital. I, for one, am happy that they brought Will back for this. Um, I wasn't sure if they would. And so I'm very happy to see that with Sonny's life in danger, that his husband is going to come home. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'm interested because, like, uh, I'm honestly interested to see what happens because we know Sonny pulls through. Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see what happens after that. Yeah. Because, like, bruh, you're... I. How are you leaving again? <laughs> yeah, that yeah. yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. Like I wanted Will back because I feel like his presence is needed with his like with his husband, with his entire family. Like I, yeah, I'm happy about this. So me too. To see it. I'm excited. Um, also returning, we have Lucas Adams was spotted on set. So Trip returns in 2023. I am curious about that because I want to like, and I hope that he's not just returning just to return. I hope they have set, like an actual plan. Like, please bring Wendy and Joey with you and pick up the triangle you started on Beyond Salem too. Like only if he's going to get picked this time. Yeah, I because like this is a triangle where I actually feel like he could be the winner. Like, if I had to pick out of those two uh, with Wendy, I would have, I would have gone with Trip and um, Wendy. But I'm probably the lone person not really caring that much about Trip. And it's not that I'm against this return. I just feel like, I, kind of what Dylan said, they need to have a plan for a Trip. Otherwise, what's the point? And I hope they do. And I don't like people seemed shocked that he was coming back. But number one, it stays. People always come back. Number two, like they literally said in his dialogue, his exit was only going to be for a few months. And he alluded to it in um, in his quote unquote exit interview. So even Ron said it because even Ron said when they announced his exit he's like I hope this isn't the end and it, it, it was definitely giving that coy Ron thing where like where he, he may be leaving now but what we're filming he's already back yeah. is basically what it felt yeah. like and now for the piece of news nobody wanted but everybody pretty much knew Emily O'Brien is still filming so Gwen is unfortunately still going to be around in 2023 <sighs> I had hoped and prayed <laughs> that we were reaching the end of Gwendolyn. I mean, bounce I'd, check, wrist check, but. I don't know what they're going to do with her, but it's like at this point, I, I'm just like resigned. She's she there. She's going to be there. Yeah. Like I had hope because Emily is one of the ones that isn't necessarily on social media a bunch. So unless you see her in officially released set pictures or in another person's story you don't know whether she's filming or not and then she showed up in the um peacock celebration cast pictures that they took last week and i was like oh great she's still here so we will not be free 
No. I was hoping, but we will not be free. And I am annoyed. But having said that, let us move into our headlines. First things first, Rolf begins the brainwashing on Stefan and accidentally wakes him up. Once Stefan learns how long he's been gone, he makes a beeline for Gabby and heads to the mansion. Rolf and Lee grab him, but not before Ava sees him and thinks he's Jake. Lee claims that Ava saw him, not Jake, and now Ava looks crazy. This was interesting because I did not expect anybody to actually see him before Rolf and Lee recaptured him. I'm with you there because I thought it was an interesting way to for Gabby and Stephanie not to see each other yet. And it worked because Ava has been seeing things. So I also get like why EJ would be like skeptic. Yeah. So it, it really, really worked. I I just wanted I wanted Stefan and Gabby to see each other so badly. And I was literally so screaming at the television like this was giving me 1990s James E. Riley bait mm-hmm. and switch. And I was screaming at the television, just answer the door, just go into the hallway. Like it, she was literally right there and it was driving me crazy in a good way, in a very good way. I really like that that. It was giving, yeah, it was giving me a bit of like old school, like almost there, close enough, but not quite. Yeah. You know. And my God, it is so good to have Brandon Barash back as Stefan. Like, I didn't realize, I mean, we always knew Jake didn't work. Like, it was very evident that Jake did not work. But when you see Brandon playing Stefan, he comes alive for me. And I said this on Twitter he comes alive for me as Stefan in a way that he never did as Jake. And, like, I immediately cared. I immediately was invested. Like, when he was telling Rolf, I am Stefano Demera. You work for me. You tell me what is happening right now. Like, from that moment, I was I was all in on this. And I wasn't sure I would be when we first heard about it. But so far, I'm liking how it's playing out. I didn't care for him screaming, though. It was It, it was giving me a headache, to be honest. <laughs> but that's me because I was like, dude, take it down a notch. There was one thing I m- uh, noticed, and I some fans brought it up as well. Stefan is not supposed to wear a ring. Gabby, last we saw it, Gabby had it in her drawer, and she's wearing her own wedding ring that she had when she married Stefan. But this ring that Stefan had on his finger is not supposed to be there. So that kind of annoyed me. There were a few small minor things during the Rolf and Stefan conversation that I got caught up on. I think they also mentioned that some person was after Vivian and like they were they were kind of off about the story a bit, but I guess it was it is what it no, is. No, the cops were after Vivian because for what she did to Kate, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they they yeah. said something that was really it, it didn't match up to what we saw but i was but also it's very on brand for rolf not to remember the details too so like had it been anybody else i don't because i don't even think i bumped on it to be honest i did because i'm a detail person <laughs> no usually so am i like that kind of stuff usually when i catch it drives me nuts and we'll talk about one in particular when we get to something else later but um 
I guess because it's Rolf and like he's so crazy and zany and caught up in his own stuff that I always think that like him getting stuff wrong doesn't necessarily bother me. Yes. What did you think, Dylan? I'm just kind of glad to see Stefan back and interested in seeing like how they go about like actually revealing him to Gabby, like how long that takes because I feel like it's going to be like a slow burn mm-hmm. kind of old school style but like maybe not as slow <laughs> yeah it's going to be yeah. it's going to be modern slow where it's going to be slow enough to make us make us care but not and but, not too fast but not too slow either it's going to kind of be a nice I, I don't have a lot of um hope with the slow burn because just look at how okay there are two different they're a completely different uh, pairing they're not the same but look how he did jake and gabby i don't trust ron to do it this well either and we're already already seeing we're already seeing with lee how he's fucking it up but i i yeah but he's but he's fucking it up with lee because stefan and gabby because he does that to the person who is not like if he prefers a ship the other party in that triangle gets backed up and thrown under the bus so he is going to do his version of well by stefan and gabby and then everybody else around them is going to be where the issues potentially lie Mm. i think and the stefan gabby part of it is already kind of working for me it's it's it, it's working for me better than anything else in the story is because the Lee aspect of it keeps taking me out because Lee keeps doing things like, dude, you got Stefan out of there. What the fuck were you doing back there? Like, I don't understand why he came back into that room. Like once, once he got Stefan out of the foyer, you leave. Don't come back back into the foyer and then Gabby's like Lee what are you doing here and then you have to explain and come up with another lie I'm just like yeah that frustrated I, the hell yeah. out of me I didn't expect them to show up I like I thought he was gonna drag Stefan out of there and go back to the lab or whatever they were but that was kind of weird and then I feel like this is going to get into very uncomfortable territory with Ava and that EJ is going to start gaslighting her and that already makes me uncomfortable because of her history like I'm I don't I don't need that it's interesting because you I can see that happening I can also see EJ and Ava having hate sex oh I totally see that too I completely and totally see that but I can totally see him hate screwing her to distract her meanwhile he's also trying to completely destroy her just because he's gaslighting her doesn't mean he's not gonna fuck but her honestly process. that would be the most ej he would he's been since i guess he returned oh yeah it's it's totally on brand and something ej would do i just it's gonna make me uncomfortable because of ava's history yeah I don't like when she's gaslit because she's already been gaslit so many times before that I don't really need to be need to revisit that well. But that's just me. Dylan, what are you thinking? I mean, I don't hmm, I don't think he'll go like full on gaslighting. I do think that he'll manipulate her, like make her think that he's on her side until 
you know, until he can use whatever information he gets from her to his own ends. Mm. Yeah, that's go ahead, Arya. No, I was gonna, I was gonna say, yeah, I can see that happening too. Honestly, I can see it happening the way you described it or the way Dylan described it. I'm kind of intrigued by AJ and Ava, and then add Johnny to the mix. What's coming, but I think we will talk about it later. What's coming sounds a bit plot driven, but I'm intrigued. Definitely, definitely intrigued. Um, does anybody else have anything to say on this particular headline before we move into the next one? No, nope. All right, so let's move us right along. Eric and Nicole are having dreams of each other and decide to distract themselves with Jada and Rafe. When Nicole still can't get Eric off her mind, she decides against Chloe's advice to tell him about her dream. When she gets there, she finds half-naked Jada and is visibly uncomfortable and decides to keep the true contents of her dream to herself. Uh, Before we get into this too deep, I do want to say that Jada is basically the entire viewing audience whenever they see eric on screen she just went for it i'm pretty i'm pretty sure all every female viewer and some male viewers were like me too honey me too in that moment (laughs) like i was not mad at her no and it, it was it was kind of refreshing on a soap to just see two hot single available people decide to fuck there was no major love declaration no major commitment conversation it was just we're hot literally we're single let's do it and they did it and then the nicole of it all the way i wanted to smack her i don't know if if i'm the only one if i was jada i would have throat punched her to be honest um because you are literally married to an entire other person. Where the fuck do you get off judging me for my choices? Like none. It's so- also like. <laughs> <laughs> We're so. I, 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 I am a Nicole fan. You know this. Mm-hmm. And I like I said last week. I can deal with messy. Because like Belle being messy was fun for me. Here's my problem with Nicole. Like what. What. <laughs> What was the reason? Uh, what was the reason for what like, specifically? Uh, why, why are you here? Hey, Eric, I had a dream we banged. Like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry? What is he supposed to do? Okay. Right, okay, uh, what, what, okay. What? Uh, oh, cool. Like. <laughs> but he had a dream too. But I, why are we but you see he didn't go across town hey Rafe let me talk I gotta talk to your wife real fast <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, no he 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 promptly tried to get the married woman out of his sister by getting up under somebody else like this is just what sis just weird yeah like <laughs> I think I think this needs to be because I, I I think this needs to be instead of Nicole chasing after Eric and becoming a problem in their relationship I think Eric in a in a way needs to make it known to Nicole that he has these feelings for her and we need to see Eric kind of pursuing her and seeing Nicole trying to figure out what to do with that I feel like Dylan and I had a discussion about this storyline and they I recall right now have the what was a mis miscommunication no communication trope and it's not working because 
there's no stakes in there. Like there's nothing like Dylan, you said, um, there's nothing standing in her way aside from her mouth, like aside from her owning up to her feelings. And like at this point, I feel no, no, maybe is harsh, but maybe like little sympathy to Nicole because she made the choice. Exactly. She made the choice to marry somebody else. She cannot be mad when the person she truly loves decided to move on because she did the same thing. Exactly. So I'm like, sorry, you're lost. Snooze, you lose. It's like this whole thing is it's getting weird. And I like that Jada is getting in her face in a subtle way where it's not making her unlikable because that Mrs. Hernandez said everything. Oh, I love when she clapped back at Nicole. Like, Nicole has no business being there. She's a whole damn married woman going to be with your husband. Like, right? no. I just, I it's it's making her look goofy in my eyes. And as a Nicole fan, I hate it here. And, but I really enjoyed Jada and Eric together. Though I, I, I wasn't really fond of him having a dream of Nicole and then sleeping with Jada. I still find them refreshing to watch. But this story overall, trash. Yeah, like I'm fine as long as it stays like fun and yeah. light and easy. Because we can do that, you know. They don't have to do, they don't have to go the route of like Jada falling for Eric and getting her heart broken. No, they can just be cool. They could yeah. just be, you know. And I, honestly, I think Jada is going to keep her heart out of the equation specifically because of Nicole. And also- because she can see the mess. Even, even if Nicole's not owning the mess, even if Eric says there is no mess, she's smart. And she is a detective and she has not been in Salem long enough to be affected by the Salem brain rot. So she can see the situation for what it is and see it clearly. And I also think um, because from what I'm understanding, the her divorce, her previous like marriage, it wasn't good. Or am I off on this one? No, no, you're correct. Because it seems like. So um, I'm wondering they, if she doesn't like she doesn't want it to get serious because she, because of a previous rela- marriage relationship, whatever. Yeah, because it I seems like she and her husband were both too focused on work to focus on each other. Yeah. So I kind of want to find out more about Jada. I just I don't want her to be just in this like triangle, quadrangle, whatever. I want to f- find out more about her. I will say I like that this feels like an Eric Cole story more so than any story they've had under this regime has ever felt like an Eric Cole story. Yeah, because most of the other stories they've had were I think mostly supporting. Yeah. But this feels like, whether you like how it's executed or not, this feels like it's centered on them. And I really, really appreciate that because that's not something that Eric Cole has had very much, if ever. And also, we didn't talk about this, but it was just like a two-minute or five-minute top like conversation. But I really liked Chloe's advice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's like, because like she was basically Dylan. Yeah. Dylan. <laughs> what are you gonna D- go over there and tell him about your dream? 
this 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 is a bad idea this is a very bad idea like no ma'am don't do it i i actually really love that conversation and i don't know if you guys are loving their friendship but i do weirdly enough i am uh and i did not ever think i would get to that point given their history because um you try to give me a skin eating bacteria and i'm never speaking to you again that's me personally Uh, but um apparently salem is bygones be bygones capital of the usa right (laughs) (laughs) i guess but it was kind of nice to get like a pop-up of Chloe. But, I mean, granted, it felt like Nadia had an episode guarantee. So they kind of had to insert her somewhere. Yeah. But this was a very good use of a random, you know, of a random Chloe scene. If we're going to insert her somewhere, this was this was the right place. Because Chloe's also been where she is in that she's in a relationship with somebody else while also pining for another person. Mm-hmm. She knows how badly this can go. Nicole has also been here a time or two with Eric as well, so she should be treading a little bit more carefully than she is. And I also wish they would play into the fact that Nicole is scared to go down this road with Eric because of how many times they've burned each other. Because let's not forget, this man left her. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem. Like, they're the stuff that would give it weight, they're not playing into. So it just seems very juvenile. Because it ne- that's why it needs to be Eric pursuing her and not her pursuing him. Because she needs to be moving on with Rafe. Because even though she's drawn to Eric, she's not going to go down but, that road because he has hurt her one too many times. But if Eric pursues Nicole while dating Jada, he's going to look funny. But even, even if he started pursuing her before Jada entered the picture... And and then obviously, like if he had tried to pers- like if they had had a conversation where he put his feelings out there and she rejected him because of being hurt by how he walked out on her. And then that's what threw him towards Jada. And then she gets jealous because, yeah, she's scared, but, you know, she still loves him. That's what's missing. That is, I think, what's missing here. I know there's like rumors about um, Eric Cole having an affair, but I'm not really for it. But that's me personally, because I don't like the way the the story has been set up. I, I do feel Rafe deserves to be cheated on. I, I can say the same for Jada, because she she's just minding her business. I will say the John Marlena Roman parallels are coming through, whether intentional or not, loud and clear. Because I kid you not, that scene that Nicole and Rafe had after she came out of the dream and he's like, are you okay? You're feeling feverish or whatever. That scene happened with Roman and Marlena after she was dreaming about John. It's, I definitely feel like an affair could be coming. Oh, I can see it happening. I just don't, um, I'm not for it. I just, I don't know. I don't like the story. I don't like how they're setting it up. Yeah, but there, there are definitely areas of improvement for sure. Does anybody else have anything to add before we move on to our next headline? Nope. (laughs) All right. So Stephanie is home for a super secret meeting with a client. Steve is convinced the client is Orpheus and insists on going with her. When Stephanie refuses, Steve enlists John's help and they follow her. Turns out the meeting is with Paulina and Stephanie feels humiliated when John and Steve attack her. Orpheus, meanwhile, takes the opportunity to kidnap Kayla and Marlena while John and Steve are distracted. What did we think of this? I actually um, enjoyed this. 
Yeah, I loved this. First of all, I love Stephanie. Abigail Klein is an amazing find. She is reminding me so much of 80s Kayla. It's insane. Like she's got that Brady fire, just like her mama. And I love it. Um, Steve looked like a clown. But do we blame him though? No, no, we, we, we don't blame him. But still, rocking his clown shoes a little bit. Because honestly, I... I'm just saying, have they killed Orpheus? <laughs> when they <laughs> what? didn't you see last week? Like, we gotta start shooting. People. Yeah, I'm just saying, it's been 30 years of this. Like, he, he's not changing. Mm-hmm. Really, he's not changing. <laughs> like, rehabilitation is not on the table here. I didn't really necessarily like how overprotective um steve was like having to follow her to a meeting like without stephanie knowing but i get the point of it because this is orpheus and like the man has been a danger and a threat to mostly his friend's family but like still he's been a threat to them for like dylan said like 30 years plus years or whatever um so i get it but I found it funny that um, when they broke in or when they showed up and they were like holding, John was holding Paulina. Wouldn't he have noticed that was a woman? Right. You would think like, I mean, last time, last time I checked, Orpheus did not have boobs. Paulina was hilarious. Do I look like a villainous white man? Yes. <laughs> I loved it. She was so spot on. She was like, what the hell? I did not see Paulina as her client coming. That was a plot twist. Yeah, it was. Because I actually, I I actually thought it was going to be, I actually, for a hot second, did think that Steve was going to be right. Uh, until about right before it was revealed to be Paulina, it was starting to feel like a fake out. I had a feeling he was wrong. I just didn't know who, um, who the client was. But it was hilarious. And like I said, I love that that Stephanie was like, I am so sorry. And like the what she also said something like the ones who should be apologizing or something are my father and John. Like the way she just keeps pushing back. And John's faces the whole time were like, yeah, buddy, we fucked up. Mm-hmm. And our wife and our wives are gonna kill us. <laughs> I I love that. And I actually loved um the dynamic with Stephanie and Paulina. Yeah. I just love Stephanie in general. Like Abigail Klein was an amazing, amazing find. She was. And and she's come in from moment one and felt like Stephen Kayla's child. She's got the best of both her parents. And we should probably talk about the Marlena Kayla Orpheus side of this. I love the fact that Marlena need that man involved. She's like, I'm done with this. Yeah, right. It's been to- 30 years. We throwing bows now. It's on site. <laughs> <laughs> like she need him. She need him in the balls. Kayla knocked him out with the flower pot. And of course, unfortunately, this is the one time the dude had backup. Orpheus plans things. Yes. He's not dumb. No, no, he's not dumb. He's he's His son might be, these- but he's not. <laughs> He's, I'm he's telling you that these... is not the fruit of his loins. There's no, <laughs> no, no way. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I, was... I would I would buy it if that was his sister's kid, not his kid. Right. There's just no possible way. Oh my god, you guys are not letting um 
<laughs> no. No, he doesn't deserve it. Foot yeah. on neck at all times. And in my case, wheel on neck at all times. <laughs> Marlena Marlena and Kayla like talking about it and like Kayla like kind of being stuck in the middle and being like, I don't know what to do because I see both sides, but like we can't stop living because Orpheus is in town and then Marlena's like, but yeah, it's Orpheus. And then Orpheus shows up. Right. And here's something that I need. Once it comes out that they're kidnapped, assuming that it comes out before it all gets resolved, because by the way things look next week, I'm not sure. But I would really like a moment of for Stephanie in her shock of finding out that her mother's been kidnapped to be like, and if you hadn't been so worried about me and just been home like you were supposed to be, maybe mom wouldn't have been taken. Because if, if if Steve and John hadn't followed them, her followed her that night, they would have been there. Now, granted, because Orpheus had a bug on the place, he may not have attacked in that moment. But if he had chosen to, Steve and John would have been there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's why he attacked in that moment, though. <laughs> yeah, he, probably. Because yeah, he heard them. And I did like that they, they explained that he bugged the place. Mm-hmm. Because I was trying to figure out how he knew about the meeting i was trying to because at first before it was revealed to be paulina i thought maybe he set it up as a distraction in order to be able to to come in and get them and then they revealed the bug and i was like oh well that's smart dylan do you have anything to add to this um no i think we pretty well covered it all right then on to our last headline after alex dumps sloan for being leo's lawyer sunny gives him another lecture on the wonders of true love alex is skeptical but sunny insists when he least expects it he will meet the woman of his dreams and moments later his world stops when he runs into stephanie but she is not impressed by his moves and turns him down flat okay i'm just gonna say the one thing that bothered me and all of this and then we can discuss everything else I don't understand how Stephanie recognizes Sonny as her cousin, but does not recognize Alexander. How do you know one and not the other? I am confused. We're all confused, but <sighs> this uh, is- again, like some, sometimes, I mean, it's, sometimes one those, it's-, it's one of those things you just you notice it and it's like, are you serious right now? And then you realize that if you don't let it rock, it's just going to drive you crazy. Yeah, exactly. But I just I needed to say it because if I didn't say it, it was going yeah, to drive me crazy. Listen, I was <laughs> I was like, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then it did not help that like Twitter was literally posting the receipts of Adrian talking about <laughs> talking about the kids like missing their cousin Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, Sixers pointed posted that or quoted the to the person who did I, I remember seeing that and now they didn't specify him by name they literally just said the boys so it could have been Sonny and Victor and Joe Alex may not have been included in that but they didn't say he wasn't so it was natural yeah. to assume that he would be now how I wish they would have played it is either they would have they should have made a mention of Alex being in boarding school and that's why she didn't recognize him or maybe he did he said wow i haven't seen you since you were a redheaded race car driver and like make it seem like it's been a minute since they've seen each other yeah and that's why it didn't click but the total strangers angle momentarily took me out of what was otherwise very entertaining scenes 
because I really do like the dynamic with Alex and Stephanie because I like the fact that she's not immediately falling for his charm and that he actually has to work for it and that his normal shtick doesn't actually work with her. Yeah, it's always nice to see like like the the player actually have to put in some effort. It's it's fun and entertaining and Sunny's face as he was watching them was hilarious because he like she's like oh wait you two are related oh thank god I don't have to date you and then he's like um he's like wait wait he's my half brother there's actually there's no actual biological relation so there's nothing in- impeding he was us so messy in that moment like sir <laughs> but it's the messy you wanted <laughs> either you, it's either you or Nick you or Nick said it that yeah. they should lean into that yeah definitely I mean because the alternative is to ignore it and ignoring it is just weird. So Yeah. And, and they've done that with Stephanie before and it really didn't work. So I'm glad that they're acknowledging it, even though the fact that they haven't actually seen each other. And it wouldn't bother me if she didn't wreck, if she also was acting like Sunny was a complete stranger too. Because I could buy that they weren't like if she wasn't that close to all of adrian's kids i could almost buy it because adrian and justin raised their kids on the other side of the world and she grew up in california and neither of them were in salem when they were smaller so i I could buy that it's just the the one versus the other is where you kind of lose me right or like at the very least explain (laughs) you know like literally just give a supporting school line that's all you need to say is like Alex was always away in boarding school. That's why you two never met. Okay, perfect. I'm sold. That's because honest. And there's only like a year between Alex and Sonny, because when when Alex was resurrected from the dead and returned to Justin and Adrian, he was about a year, year and a half old. Sonny was pregnant with. I mean, Adrian was pregnant with Sonny at that point. Right. So there isn't that much of a difference between them. So unless Alex was away in boarding school, there is no way that she knows one and not the other. It's going to bug me. And it's it's just going to be something that bugs me, but it's going to be something that I let go of to enjoy their scenes because I do really like yeah. the chemistry. It's one, yeah, it's one of those things. But, all right, what did you think? Great gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> I'm not that invested in the Stephanie Alex angle of it all. I like Alex. I like Stephanie. But it's not that I'm against them. I just don't. I'm not feeling You it. don't necessarily feel them together? No. Because it felt very forced. Especially with the way, like, the voiceover of Sunny saying you will crash into someone and then... Uh, you will fall for them. Yeah, the whole that the foreshadowing was very heavy-handed, but like on both this ends, thing, this whole thing has been that way. Because yeah. like, yeah, so I'm not feeling it's it. Even I mean, I put this in another news, but I guess we can throw it in here. The Chad Stephanie conversation, like when she was talking about her ex-boyfriend, you knew she was automatically going to pay Alex dust because she was basically describing Alex. For a second, I thought she was talking about Alex. Yeah. I almost I think we were too. supposed to. I they think we were me. supposed to I think we were supposed to like spot the similarities or whatever. Uh, they were about as subtle as a lead balloon so right <laughs> and so it's 
clearly going to be like Alex having to prove to her that despite all appearances to the contrary, <laughs> he's different. And all another thing, like uh, I know it's in the other, in other news, but we just talked about it. I I'm not feeling chemistry between Chad and Stephanie either. I I'm not feeling it right now with Alex and Stephanie. So I'm here, like okay. So I wonder if now? we're supposed to see chemistry with Chad and Stephanie yet, because like Chad isn't even in a place People to be can giving. Still have chemistry even if the character is not in that place, you know. So I'm not, I don't know, I, I maybe I'll see some chemistry down the line, but neither of those pairings are giving me like any type of vibes like that. Uh, oh, this, this ship has chemistry. So I'm just here. Okay. This is what you're giving me. So I guess we'll see what happens down the line. But right now I'm not feeling it. Okay. Well, that's it for our headlines. In other news, we've got Trask is holding Gwen and Leo for Abby's murder, and Leo claims Gwen confessed to get immunity for himself. Jack and Jen deal with the possibility that Gwen killed their child. Chad and Stephanie reconnect, which we kind of already discussed. Abe decides to run for governor. Chanel makes Paulina apologize to Allie. Kate is not going to prison, and Roman and Kate get back together. Dylan, what is your in other news pick? Um, I'm gonna pick Abe running for governor because I am actually really intrigued to see where they go with this because it can go a couple different ways. I'm not sure if this is like an exit story or the mm. start of something new or I hope it's the start of something new because I don't want either Abe or Paulina to leave. I don't either. So I I feel like how whatever way it it goes, he's definitely like if he's not leaving, he's not winning. Yeah. Or Paulina will get well, Paulina will get the governor's offices relocated to Salem. <laughs> but it's like it could get it could also get very messy because yeah. there's a lot there's there's a lot there that they could like because politics are messy, politics are dirty. So it could definitely it, it could be interesting. Like, I'm intrigued by this. I want to see, like, what they do with this. I'm, yeah. I'm same. interested here. All right. What about you? What's your another news pick? Um, I guess um, Chanel makes Paulina apologize to Allie. I, I don't know if I like that she, like, made her apologize. Because if anything, like, Paulina should have, like, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Like, but I don't think she forcing her to apologize. I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling it, but I'm also not feeling the way they're uh, writing Charlie. And it's uh, it's giving very much. They're not taking them seriously. And what is it about alley pairings that once they actually put her with somebody, they domesticate the hell out of them? It's not even that they're using them right now to kind of like support Alex I'm not a fan of how they're writing Chanel regarding Alex right now not not that I'm saying like she can't be interested in anything it's just the way they're writing both of them surrounding Alex that I don't need but back to like the topic at hand I didn't feel like she had to apologize 
I feel like if she was going to apologize, she would have done it herself. But that is my take. I don't think she knew that Allie knew. I don't think she told, like, I don't, because I don't think Chanel and Paulina have had scenes discussing it since they had the, the scenes that day. Yeah. Um, so I think that Chanel, like, once Paulina knew, she knew. Yeah. Then the apology was necessary. But I'm actually going to pick something on my, another news pick that I kind of forgot to add. But it was something that I really enjoyed. And it kind of piggybacks off of Abe deciding to run for governor because it was the conversation, I think, that made him decide to run for governor. Um, I need more Abe and EJ scenes. Please and thank you. Yeah. Those scenes were so freaking good and so unexpected. Like, I loved everything about them. And I need more of that. Um, so I guess... We can move on to praise or shade. Dylan, are you praising or shading this week? Um, <laughs> this week was kind of like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. This week was very mid for me. Um, so I am going to be positive and I am going to praise the bit of Jada and Eric that we got I like them they're fun they're hot it's nothing like too heavy or too like dramatic and it's very realistic like people hook up it's fine it's okay it doesn't have to be like you know this earth shattering love of my life you are my soulmate thing they can just be like two hot people having fun together i i like that give me more of this yes uh, please and thank you <laughs> so that's that's my praise for the week all right what are you doing praising or shading i am shading so um there's been a few takes on twitter or at least one i saw um that vets have to carry the show who's gonna carry the show when the vets are gone because if we don't or the show doesn't build the younger generation up who's gonna carry the show after the actors retire because as much as i'm looking forward to this story and i am enjoy i love most of the characters characters involved i'm looking forward to the story i'm looking forward to the drama but the investment shouldn't solely rely on the vets. And I get it. These characters have history. It makes complete sense when you base it on that. But the, these characters are also really well-established characters. I feel like these type of high-stakes stories should be balanced out more with the younger generation or like the other characters. Or... Have them involved, which I think will happen at one point. But I feel like I'm going to get th tomatoes thrown at me. But it's kind of noticeable that they cannot perform the stunts they used to. Because if you look at that um, uh, scene with Marlena and Kayla and Orpheus, DJ was taking her time. <laughs> it took a bit. like, And I'm just, it's it's kind of noticeable. And I'm I don't mean that. It is a shade, but I don't mean that any against D, but I'm just saying these actors cannot do the stunts they used to, or like it's give it's very limited now, and you can tell. And I feel like 
overall, if they balance it better, we would have to see the vets carry these stories. I think the point of the original tweet that you saw is that that person that tweeted that doesn't necessarily think that the younger set that we have I know. is strong enough to be able I know. to carry that's those stories. Be- that's because of a reason. The investment is not there. And that's the problem. Because when you invest way too much on the vets carrying the stories, what falls apart? The younger generation. But it's it's weird, too, because their younger generation is so established into the show that it wouldn't be that hard. They're established into the show. But are they, are everyone who's younger or quote unquote younger, are they well established characters? Are they, do we know who they are as individuals? Like we, I'm not saying give it, give it all of them to the younger generation, balance it more so the vets don't have to carry this or don't make the like don't take the villains away from the younger generation like i we've had but also they're also kind of not doing that because i actually retweeted that tweet when i saw it and i initially agreed with it when i read it but now that i'm sitting here thinking about it like Gabby and Stefan are going to be in the middle of a big story with Lee as their villain. Whether you like it or not, they're, they're a younger generation getting getting story. Like, the younger generations have had story. They're just not that good. And that's because, again, the investment. It's not there. That's why it's not good. Like, this story, I'm looking forward to it because it's, like, the history is there. These characters are established. We know, like, we know everything about them and we're we're invested in them because the show has built them up. The show has not built the Stephen Lee and Gabby triangle up. So it's that is very rocky. Whereas the other one is kind of solid. Whether you enjoy the characters or not, there is history and everything like Orpheus is an established villain. But what I'm saying is the show needs to learn how to balance things. The- but also, too, the characters involved in this Orpheus story have barely aired before this Orpheus story started. That's that's another thing. I'm not saying don't give them these kind of stories at all. Just know how to balance them more and invest. Start building these characters up to lead one day. Because kind of the way they did with whether you like the characters or not, like they did with Sean, Bell, Philip, like but Mimi, like that era, when they started to build them more and more and more and more to the point where they kind of have lead stories. Do that with the younger generation. Build them up. Like, establish these characters. Because the vets are not for- around forever. They cannot carry the show forever. Because <laughs> I'm not about to watch um, Steve, Kayla, John, Merlena at their retirement home fighting Orpheus. Let's be serious. So I just, I, I feel like there needs to be some balance. And that's on the show. That's not on the characters, basically. But that's on the show. That's on the writers. Establish these, the younger generation and balance better. So, but that's kind of my shade. Okay. Um, I think I'm actually going to praise this week. And um, I think I'm going to praise again, um, just having 
Stephanie back and the wonderful find that is Abigail Klein. She's, I said it all podcast long. She's been amazing. Like I didn't realize how much I missed Stephanie and that energy and that dynamic with Steve, Kayla and their kids until we had Stephanie back. Like it's just nice. It, It gives them a different energy. And I really like that. And I love the way that she pushes back against Steve it's working for me and I'm loving that they're kind of giving Stephanie like she's she's an independent woman she's got her own PR firm they're throwing her into a couple different stories because she she was you know she was introed and she was kind of in the Orpheus stuff for a minute then she flew over into Alex land and then she's kind of playing support for Chad who's grieving and then you've got her thrown into the governor stuff with Abe like she's literally been here a week and she's in like four or five different stories and I love that and that is pretty much it for this week does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap this up no no I think we're good all right so this has been another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. We will be back next week with a special top five countdown in honor of Labor Day as we take the week off. And we will be back in two weeks with a regular week recap. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Bye.